Our podcast is about a town, a small town, and the people who live in the town. But unlike the wholesome, innocent town you read about after plucking those digests from your local grocery store checkout line, when Archie and his friends traveled from the page to the small screen, a few dark, mysterious secrets came along for the ride. Murder, scandal, and ulterior motives abound in the small town of Riverdale. And we are out to find the truth. Hello and welcome everyone to The Blue and Gold, a Riverdale podcast with Pep. Tonight we'll be discussing episodes one through four of the brand new CW series, Riverdale, based on the characters from the classic Archie comic series. Well, loosely based. I'm Kelly Z, and I'll be your editor-in-chief, and joining me tonight on the podcast, we have... Michael Lee Ponton. Leva Bates. Mike Check. Jamie Hines. All right, the gang's all here. School is now in session. Let's commence. Um, starting off, I would like to get everybody's first impressions of the show. Did you read Archie Comics growing up, and... Do you think this is a good representation? Do you think Riverdale ruined Archie Comics for you? <laughs> what was everybody's first impressions of the show? Uh, I'll start with and say no. I have <laughs> never read an Archie comic in my life. Uh, so watching the show was my, my introduction to the world of Archie Comics. Um, thanks to pop culture and uh, memes and jokes growing up, <laughs> I had enough knowledge of knowing there was always uh, a triangle between Archie, Betty, and Veronica. Um, but as far as knowing other characters like Mrs. Grundy or anything anything else like that, definitely this is all new to me. So you weren't like, oh, Mrs. Grundy, she's a lot younger than the Miss Grundy in the comics. What's going on? Nope, straight up. Who's Miss Grundy? Hello. Oh, okay. Heart-shaped I want to take that class in school. Uh, yeah, I would. I would follow with that in that. I knew the archetypes, you know, like who the characters were, um, but I don't think I ever read any Archie comics growing up. But I, you know, like check, I was aware of there's a love triangle. Jughead is unusual. Um, doesn't he eat a lot of burgers? Yes, I don't, that was his big thing. Okay, that was that's his thing. Okay, that's his thing. I knew that, but beyond, I would say the that core four. I didn't really yeah. know anything. Yeah, I read all the old comics. Um, not the new, like, 2015 reboot, but I read the old ones growing up. Like, every time I went to Publix, I would get one in the checkout yeah. line and read it. And, like, I had them numbered and, like, stacked and under the coffee table at home. Like, I read them all the time. But um, I wasn't so stuck on what the characters like, were or had to be, you know, that I didn't enjoy this new version, this new take on it. Yeah, I think as a kid, you don't really think about those things anyways. Growing up, I did read them. I loved comics. I loved reading and loved having that imagination and kind of just putting things in it. But you don't really, you know, think about the the backstories of the characters so much. Um, I definitely was a little shocked. I was like, wow, this is definitely in the new new age here Mm -hmm. with the teen teen angst and just definitely going places that I would have never thought they would have, you know, back when we were younger. Like, holy crap. So just... um, Exactly what you guys said, you know, you hate it, but you love it at the same time. And you're like, man, this show sucks, but oh my god, I need to see more! You know, so I definitely, uh, because I love, like, Sweet Valley High, and I love, like, you know, Melrose Place, and, like, all those, you know, those type shows. So it's definitely something that you want to keep watching, like, Who Shot JR type of thing. Yeah. You know, And I feel like if it were really based on these old stories, it would kind of be boring. Yeah. It would be... Yeah, Yeah, because they're super wholesome, right? Yeah. Like, it's... Nobody wants that! Not in this day and age. I think that's the whole premise of the show, is they want to take something so wholesome... And add the spice to it and see how people react. I actually really like that a lot about it. Um, first two episodes took me a while to really be like, okay, I think I like this. It was one of those, what the hell am I watching? But it had nothing to do with the comics themselves. It was just, it's a very CW show. Oh, yeah. True. There are some very archetypes much. that are like <laughs> every CW show, CW show. But you're like, you're a different gay best friend than Josh from originals but you're the same character and then you're this character you're like the the bad girl with dark hair but you're not really a bad girl like it's it's very cwe and then it took me like all right let me see what you got because i I love all cw shows so i'm like 
show me what else you got besides being a typical CW show. I think the and only then, thing, of course, it sucked me in. The only thing that can make this more of a CW show is to bring in a character that has some kind of supernatural or superpower. <laughs> Wait for Sabrina! <laughs> Wait, no, that's... It will happen. That's Archie! That's in the Archie world? Yes! Like the old yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Might not be this season, but I guarantee you, I bet you. Sabrina well, shows up right. at some point. Then we have the CW. Oh. Yeah. Maybe there's a CW. CW to the core. It does a good job of making fun of itself, though, like... Uh, Cheryl Blossom's line, like, is being the gay best friend still a thing? You know, like, that whole, like, Kevin Keller says, yeah. is being a mean girl still a thing? Is being the gay best friend still a thing? You know, and the th- the line where Veronica says, like, you may be a stock character from a 90s teen movie, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. it knows. Yeah. It, There's it, some really good lines in that. Mm-hmm. On, on the one hand, you know, those quips and all that stuff, it could it could take you out of it. But it's like also the same thing that like pulls you in at the oh, same exactly. time. Oh, exactly. Well, it's smart, and and they're playing to both audiences. They're playing to the to the younger adult audience of today, mm-hmm. who's who's going to get into this drama and and who the CW is made for. But it knows there's the old farts like us that grew up with the Beverly Hills 90210, mm-hmm. you know, the and that, that we're still, you know, into that teen yeah. angst of a show. And I so mean, it's it's going to throw those references and comments out crazy. for us without without skipping a beat. Luke Perry's my dad! I love yeah. that! Yeah. We, so let's good. take a moment and recognize we have Dylan McKay back on TV. <laughs> I know, right? Yes. And he still looks hot. I'm not going to lie. He's, he's looking good. Like, he's aging like a fine wine. Yeah, we got, and I don't know how to pronounce Alice, Alice's name, Madchen. Madchen, Mad, Madkin, Madkin. I just heard her say it in an really? interview, and I can't remember. But she was on Twin Peaks. She was in a yeah. lot of '90s yeah. things. How much this? Um, the one that plays Betty's mom. I hate her. Yeah. Shh, for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all hate her. She's a bitch. Yeah. Oh, you have job. to have that in there. You have to have the bitch. You have to have but we're bitch. we're skipping ahead. Okay. Yeah, we're skipping ahead. <laughs> no, no, that leads perfectly. Would you into define her as topic. crazy? Because I think she's kind of hot. Which one? Uh, the mom. The, yeah. Oh, of course. It's totally she had a type. Hot nineteen ninety. But she's. She's in she's, my age range. She's so. aged well. Check. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Just, just, she's aged well. <laughs> just accept it. You like crazy and women. And I feel like they yeah. even aged her more for the show because in interviews she looks younger than yeah. she does on the show. So In her interviews, they give her the winged eyeliner and the smoky <laughs> eye. Yeah. But then on the show, she's very reserved. And, well, she's a reporter. You know, oh, so. so, so far we have Luke, Luke Perry, Skeet Ulrich. Oh, my God! He is not right. well. He no. aged so well. He looks. And I think he looks like better. I think he looks better. To see who's who, but I haven't. And uh, yeah, I definitely saw him. And I was like, that guy looks familiar. Can Can I get excited about about the other one? Which one? Which one? Barb. Like Barb. I mean, freaking Barb. Yes, Barb. Poor girl cannot get a break on a good thing. Did you watch Stranger Things? Who's Barb? The girl that came forward she with her revenge. story yeah. about the. <laughs> yes. Player. Oh my God! They put that together. She gets her revenge. You can't see Leva's face right now, but yeah. her mind was just <laughs> I blown. Know. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Barb is Ethel. I Ethel's died. Barb. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, what other '90s TV stars can they bring on? Like who could be? Oh, Ar- wait, that one mom, guy. Uh, Betty's dad's literally been in everything. His name he's is literally. I had an IMDb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lachlan Monroe. Yeah, and he has been in everything. What is he Absolutely yeah, everything. No, Twenty one. Like, I can't name all. one thing. <laughs> I can't name a everything. single thing. But he's been in them all. No, legit. They he's been like a, a, a small actor and literally for, everything. Like I know that guy because there was one for oh, like great. sci-fi movies, whatever. Where there's like these uh, uh, like a, a trope of actors that. You know, like you've seen him in dozens of movies. You have no idea what this guy or girl's name is. Like you can't identify anything. But as soon as they pop mm-hmm. up, and they always do, you're like that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's in like I everything. Seen him. Legit, he's been in everything. Uh, so he was in Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, that's right. Oh, he was yeah. the cop. Right place, the right time. Yeah. Scary movie. Speaking, of, I mean, he's in a show... show called Riverdale. Have you heard of it? What's <laughs> <laughs> Riverdale? I don't know. It's well, that piece of crap. Hashtag Riverdale Strong. <laughs> <laughs> that piece of crap. It ruined Archie Comics. Ruined it. You ruined it. You blew it. Supernatural, Lucifer. Um, oh, Supernatural. Yeah, speaking of the show combining nostalgia and kind of the millennial young adult so well, 
do you think the young, you know, Archie, Betty, Veronica, Jughead, how is the casting for you? Do you think they picked the right actors for these roles? No. Okay. Because not <laughs> hey. one of these wow. MFers Jeez. is a sophomore in high school. Well, I mean, look. Yeah, but when is that ever the case? In, think well, of 90210. Yeah. All right, I just want to refer, I'm going to go back Besides to 90210, when all of them yes. were literally 30 playing 18-year-olds. Exactly. Yeah. And they still looked great, you know, and the think OC, about it. I bought every one of those. I bought See. every one of them being in high school. Riverdale, I don't buy one person. Even Archie, Archie just Archie, got out of high school. He's like literally he's 19. 19 years old. Yeah, they're all super baby young. Yeah. Okay, 19. I not sophomore. Oh my god. Like 20, 24. <laughs> At least right. it's close. I my case. Legit, all right, think about this. Uh, the guy who plays Jughead was the kid from Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah I and love friends. it. How Ben on Friends. And the sweet life of Zach the and Cody. Big Daddy? He was yeah. the kid in Big Daddy. Yeah. yeah. Write his name. He'll or what's your name? Yeah. Like, was he a uh, thirty packets of ketchup? Yeah, thirty yeah. packets of ketchup. That's that's a, no, I buy it. I buy it because like, somebody legit, get this kid a happy meal. Unicorn song. Um, I don't care. Scuba Steve. Okay, he may be nineteen, but let's talk about Archie. Has got some nice abs. Okay, I could stare at those things for days. I'd hit it. Episode two. As long as he's legal. I hate him. He just conveniently decided to roll out of bed shirtless and run to Miss Grundy's house. <laughs> so I don't need to put on a shirt. I don't have time. As a high school sophomore, Again, I didn't mind that. I noticed. Can't tell you how many what times a jerk. My sophomore year. Some yeah, people know that. Like, take my shirt I'm off. I'm worried just... about something. But I like how it's because he uh, was pouring house. concrete all all summer. Yeah. 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 I, I, he did one summer of manual labor. <laughs> and he got abs. I play a little well, xylophone on those sophomores, abs. Sophomores, that's your formative years. That's, that's when you grow and become the man you're going to be. I guess I missed my window. <laughs> that explains But so you know, much. the thing is, we're talking about it, and you know what? They're hot. <laughs> 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 it's hot. I like me some abs. And again, like I said, I put a little xylophone ding, 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 on those abs because it's hot. What's they shown him it's legal. Have they shown him topless from the back yet? Uh, I bet you if anyone's gonna, he back has abs. back abs. I bet back he does. Abs. I bet he has, back, he has abs. back abs. Probably does. How many times has he been shirtless on this show? Um, I mean, the one that stands out is where he's running in the middle yeah. of the night. Because here's, so like, here's he the, shirtless in the locker room when she calls yeah. on Chuck? He was, yeah. Could be. Archie's topless shot. Oh, yeah. Here's the comparison I'm going to make. Because if you think about Arrow season one, uh. Stephen Amell was shirtless in every single episode. Oh, thank you. And then, and then he was like... Want to do this every time? <laughs> so by season two, he was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not. It doesn't make any sense." We showed him the good. Really, so like literally every episode, they found I a think reason. It was to literally every episode. I mean, I'll go back See, and rewatch. I have no went, trouble believing that. And he went, "I, I don't. I don't." Apparently, it to took a long time power, to do all the tattoos the and scars. But Steven <laughs> says the, w, the CW, <laughs> this is a CW show. You must be topless. So, you. so do you think they will continue to objectify Archie like that? Or he's going to go, okay, that's enough, you guys. When he has <laughs> Seriously, that's enough. No, because he's star 19 power, and he's cashing that yeah. paycheck. <laughs> and you got to think of the wives that are watching the show with their husbands. It, you know, the girlfriends are watching it with the boyfriends, and you got to appeal to both. Uh, single girls. My husbands are watching the show with well, their wives. Well, mine did. And mine had a lot of sex. It's kind of <laughs> like, very negative towards it. It's kind of like killing. Honey, you can do the, the dishes show's or, watch our, or watch Riverdale. I'll do the dishes. But, I mean, let's face you, like, you think of any superhero movie that's out there, too, like, anytime, you know, you have to give something for a little bit for everybody. You know, you gotta give something for ladies. Thor, yes, shirtless all the time. Thank you. You have to think of, like, the women, and you also think of, you know, like, yeah, you're gonna, you know, make the manly stuff. I'm waiting for them to get topless. Oh, yeah, I love it. Gotta show some skin for the ladies. (laughs) There was a hot tub scene. There was. They weren't topless. (laughs) What? They were pretty close. Yeah. Why do they have to be topless? So why do they have to be topless? Why does Archie have to be topless? He doesn't have boobs. Yes, he does. Well, it's, He's got know, man boobs. We have to kill Kenny on every episode <laughs> of South Park, so we have to make Archie topless in every episode of Riverdale. <laughs> you want your topless Archie? I want topless Betty. They probably learned their lesson from Steve. Actually, wait, how old is Betty? It might like be in his contract. She's 20 Archie, years old. You All right, I'm going to take that shirt. That's a little creepy now. She is 20 years old. I love that. I love this contract so much. Let's go back to Betty's mom. When do we get her topless? Or Mrs. Grundy? Speaking of Betty, though... 
What's up with her? She's the nice girl in the comics, and she starts off as the nice girl in the show, but there's something going on with her anger. It's because her mom. Her mom drives him crazy. Was have Polly in the comics as well? I don't remember Polly being in the comics. Now, I don't know if she's in the... More, the newer yeah, version oh, yet? I haven't. This I love her. I love her. I think we. I think every woman has a little bit of Betty and a little bit of Veronica, and it, you know, at least we want those characteristics mm-hmm. in us because you've got a good girl, but you also have a little bit of a bad girl. You know that is a good compromise. You know, mm-hmm. as both. I feel like you know I can identify with Betty because you know you you want to just kind of lay low and you want to be the nice person, but then there is that one little thing that you know if, for in my personality, if you make me mad, I will snap. And I feel like when she snapped, there was something that just, the button was pushed. Oh, she snapped. And she lost it. And there have been times (laughs) where if someone pushes my buttons enough that I can't handle it, I might be the sweetest thing, but then if you push me, I might snap. And I feel like she just, there was, you know, and having a mom, you know, like growing up who was a stage mom, kind of, I think that's why I hate her mom so much, because I get that little like, hey, you weren't perfect with this or that. Mm -hmm. So you kind of, I kind of regress and think to myself, oh my God, I hate her so much, her mom, because I think it reminds me of things that maybe growing up that I dealt with and just... You know, being a performer wow. and just going through it. So I identify with her a lot, just knowing what she, you know, having to always put on that face like you're, you know, but inside you're also thinking that, you know, you're not, you don't feel perfect or you don't feel like you can always live up to everything. And she just snapped. And so I, I felt for her. I felt for her during that. I feel like she has, there's something big with Betty's character and the family that's going to come out. Because, like, the reason I asked if Polly was a character on the show mm-hmm. is we haven't seen her at all yet like Mm -hmm. she hasn't even been in pictures um like the only actual reference other than them talking about her was in that the notebook from the football Mm -hmm. player betty wears the pants in her family like her mom like storms into her room and tries to come down on her and betty's like no No. this is what's going to happen and you're okay with it and the mom okay betty is running that household like she's the one telling mom how it is every time mom so well except for well, Except do you think that her mother her too. maybe knows something about Betty's issues or things that might be going on? That yes. Because she's mm-hmm. the one that oh, persuaded yes. her to take her Adderall, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you forgot to pick up, pick up your prescription. See, I think it's, it's, in, it's forced upon her. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be a normal girl, but her mom... It's like, she even said, mom crazy runs in her family. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was necessarily about Polly. I think that's about her mom. Yeah. I think her mom has mental issues and mm-hmm. has her own problems. And she's projecting them onto her children. Mm-hmm. I think she projected them to Polly. Because I'm assuming Polly's older. Mm-hmm. And then now she's projecting them onto Betty. Here, like, I've seen parents do this all the time to, to friends. Take your medicine. Take your medicine. Mm-hmm. They were perfectly good kids that didn't yeah. need medicine. But the parents feel like they're forcing them. And I've seen what happened. One of my best friends was in a situation very similar where the mom was like, it has to be perfect and good. Here, take your medicine. And mm-hmm. her, she didn't need this medicine at all. It actually made her a completely different person. Yeah. So she would be just like, oh, I'm not taking this medicine. And she was totally fine. And she, like, it, it's, it was her mom projecting her own problems onto her children. you can tell, like, she, hate, she hates being the perfect girl because mm-hmm. even when she has the, the um, conversation with Archie and Archie says, you're too good for me. You know, mm-hmm. you're too perfect. That is the worst thing you could tell Betty mm-hmm. at this moment, you know? Yeah. Oh, I she love her reaction, where she just, just yeah. no sells and walks away. Yeah. She's like, that was the ultimate, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think you society know? puts us in these positions where we feel we have to be a certain way, and, and, you know, it just... Pressure. Pressure, and she snaps, you know, and she doesn't want, maybe she doesn't want to be perfect. On top know? of being a high schooler. Yeah. So imagine all your hormones and how crazy we, I know yeah. I was crazy as a normal kid, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I had a good mom, so I didn't have to, you know, I was lucky. But I can imagine with that on top of, yeah. like, yeah. the pressure from the mom and projecting her own problems onto her. Yeah. I'm surprised she hasn't well, cracked beforehand. Well, going back to what you were asking in the beginning, Z, was, like, does the mom know, is she aware mm-hmm. of this? I say absolutely, because if you you watch, like, how I was saying Betty's wearing the pants in it, mm-hmm. mom knows when to stop. Mm-hmm. She knows mm-hmm. She knows the buttons, like, to push, but she knows... Yeah. when to back There's off so so there, she yeah. obviously she knows what's going on in Betty's mind or at least you know is familiar with it whether it was from Polly or or from herself but mm-hmm. you know I mean a, a parent is not going to just back off like that mm-hmm. when your Great. kid shoots back to you you know that's most parents are going to step in harder like for talking back mm-hmm. and and the mom's like 
nope, okay, yep. Yeah. But she's also an investigative you know. mm-hmm. journalist, too, so she's also trained a certain way to ask questions and to probe and do certain things, too. So then she's also maybe using a little bit of that in on her personal relationship with her daughter. And almost, I feel like, sometimes quizzing her like she's an actual yeah. story. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, there's that there's that thing you know, that's built into her personality. So. The hot tub scene so far, too, is the best example we have of Finally, that. Finally, something know. good to talk about. And the conversation <laughs> turns. <laughs> I mean, I so truly, about those yeah. topless scenes. <laughs> I truly believe Betty was not Betty. You know, no. she didn't think she was Betty. She didn't remember refer- referring to herself as Polly and referring to Chuck as Jason. Do you think you know? it's a multiple personality thing? That's what I I kind of am leaning towards, but I don't know. I, the, yes, but I feel like that was almost too simple. Yeah. You know, like when the next day when Veronica's asking her about it and she's like, no, I didn't do that. It seems so nonchalant mm-hmm. that... I don't know. I, th- um, I think there it could go either way, so nothing revolutionary in stating that, but it, Betty might be fully aware of everything she's doing. That could you be know. an interesting twist. Like, she <laughs> yeah. might be uh, strong or crazy. Mm-hmm. Those go hand in hand so much, but like, there it could go the one road of she knows exactly what she's mm-hmm. doing and, and she's running the, running the show and calling the shots. Or... No, she's just that far gone and cray cray that well, no, she didn't. The question know. is, does she it was, remember? It was in her denial of it that made me question thinking that that was too easy an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she was like, oh, no, I, I didn't do that. Yeah. I feel do like you think she remembers like, threatening Cheryl? Does she remember that scene? Yeah. <laughs> Did, does she remember yeah. that? Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing is, like. Well, she it, must because her mom was praising her the yeah. next day. You know? Well. Yeah, for for what happened. So I don't know that she and it forgot that could it could just have been get out of my house right now. But it was get out of my house or I will kill you. real quick. I hate her. I hate Cheryl. And like those eyes went nuts yeah. too. Like that was like oh oh I okay. Think, I don't think Betty's crazy. I think that she is just tired of shit. She's tired, and I think that she, whatever happened to her sister, she feels for her sister. You know, family is strong, it's tight, and I feel she's a strong person. I think she's underestimated, and I don't think she's crazy. I think she's just, if you push her buttons, she's going to snap, and she's tired of it. That's what I'm getting from her, you know, because, again, like with the whole denying, that's such an easy way out that I just think, you know, I just, I think I she's know. crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think, I think that she's just tired of shit. How much older could Polly be? Because, like, this central cast of characters, like the Jughead, the Betty, the Veronica, are sophomores. Mm -hmm. Air quotes. Um, But now the the football player, or players that have, like, the book, are they're older than sophomores? Like, are they I think some of them might... No, they're well, probably Jason not. Jason and Cheryl, well, Jason was going to be in his senior year, yeah. so Cheryl's in her senior year, correct? Oh, yeah, because they're twins. Yeah. yeah. I think so. She's so like, I think and it was a big deal that Archie was on varsity yeah. football with yeah. those guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think so they're all They would have to be juniors or seniors. So, she's only, what, maybe two years I think, older? I yeah. think, uh, I think Jason Polly should, maybe should have been a senior. Yeah. So, Polly could have been either a junior yeah. or a senior. Yeah, only year, maybe two years uh, tops. I mean, sophomore yeah. junior. Two years tops. Last year. Older. So, we're thinking that Polly is maybe would be a senior this year? Either a senior yeah. or possibly a junior, but probably a senior. Yeah. That gives enough time to, you know, half time to birth two babies. Yeah. With Polly and Betty. Science. Cheryl's another one, though. I feel like she's a mean girl, but as soon as you stand up to her, she backs down. Yeah, I can't figure her out. Yeah. She's very interesting. Cheryl. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think she's the most real one on the show. She's the, the simplest, most real one, like, on the show. Really? Like, there's there's no questioning <laughs> who she her. is. Like, uh, yes, there totally is. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see Louise's face right I know, now. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but she's the only one. She has no ups and downs. Like she has no. She's oh, I'm nice when I meet. Yeah, she mm-hmm. is just a straight up bitch. I hope bitch. we can say that. Can we say that? I can. Why not? Go ahead. She's a straight up bitch, and and she's never anything but. Like she never pretends yeah, but no, to be but anything here's, else. Here's the part that confuses me about it. In episode four, she makes a big deal and like tries to say shit about Veronica's mom, et cetera, et cetera. And Veronica's mom shuts her down real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when they're all at the drive-in or whatever, 
she sidles up to Veronica and Kevin, just like they're all buddies. It's like, wait, See, are, no, do that you not like them or do you like them? No. Do you need friends or don't you? You could be hanging out with your other river vixens at the movie theater. Why are you hanging out with them? Keep your friends who, close. Keep who your are you? Closer. See, I think that's real, though. That is totally a two-faced bitch thing to do. Yeah. yeah she probably true. had none of her other friends there. Oh, well, I have no one else here. Here, I'll just be nice to you since, you know, I don't really like you, but okay, yeah. I'm hanging out with you. You'll do for the moment and uh, keep an yeah, eye on you. Yeah, like, I know so many girls like that. Okay, maybe, maybe I haven't, so I just, I, I, I can't. You hang out with nice people. Yeah, I think she's she's the most shallow character on the show in that like the other characters all have so much depth to them where Cheryl is just Cheryl. I won't say that I don't hate her, but there are moments that I'm very confused about her character. I I feel there's a little I, I don't know if I'm on the wrong path on this, but I feel like there's a I mean, I know twins have this uh, you know, sixth sense with each other when they can feel things or go through things, but I feel like there might have been some kind of weird incest thing going on with her brother or some kind of weirdness. Yeah, there's right. a weird at the, vibe. At the top what of the show. Is Riverdale? It is a weird <laughs> it is a weird sexual <laughs> I, vibe. I get a feeling it's like in Washington. Like yeah. Riverdale or it felt very Lannister. <laughs> No yeah, Arkansas. that's exactly what I thought. There was, was some weird Cersei weirdness. and Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's some weird. Except for blonde hair, it was red hair. Yeah, there was some weird. But then as Copyright it went protection. on, I wasn't. Uh, she probably intuition or something. At the top of the show, I thought, oh god, there's something they were having real creepy. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. something real creepy. But then as it went on, I was like, no, maybe not so much. It's hard to say. We'll find out. We'll find out. The truth will come out. I think. Super heavy for network TV. <laughs> I think they wanted to give you that feeling twin without sets. coming out and saying I do. This is I do. I think twin they wanted to make you feel that twin way. Sets. But again, being CW, they're movie. not quite HBO territory. So you know yeah. what I mean? Like they can't go reasons. full tilt like Damn HBO. Yeah. But they're gonna skirt the water. Yeah, they're just gonna go here. Here's a little. Maybe, possibly, but we're not going to give uh, the full answer. Yeah. Because we're, we're not we'll HBO. Let you, we'll let you think what you want to think. Exactly. That's what we think. And I want to punch <laughs> you in the face. Speaking of inappropriate relationships, Miss Grundy. <laughs> do you th- Have we seen the last of her? Do you think she's coming back? Because, uh, I, may I would like the old Miss Grundy to come back. That'd be awesome. Like, What's up with that? Old Miss Grundy comes back from the dead? Oh, yeah, she is. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Did she ever sleep with Archie on a Monday? Watch the room, yeah. I mean, I don't think we've seen the last of her. I think the very last Jennifer Gibson. She, uh, yeah, she uh, put down those heart-shaped glasses at those two boys on the street. I don't think we've seen. See, and that's I don't know. Was it? She's a hoe. I don't. I don't think we've seen the end of her. But at the same time, it could be. In that, in that, in that scene. Yeah, that's that's what I don't know. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Is what would be the point? But you know, her exit. You could take that as, well, she's leaving, and she's gonna go do the same thing she's already or, been doing. Or, so if she doesn't leaving, come back, but she's gonna come back because she's preggers. Ooh. 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 Yeah, See, a, I think I he's gonna think finally settle on she's either Veronica or Betty, and well, that's when he's super happy with one of them. That's when she's gonna come back. Maybe. Like season two when he forgot about her, <laughs> or will he two. even choose when between the two of them? I don't think. I don't think he Monday. will. I don't think he's going to choose between the, the first two of them for a long time. First Monday of junior year. <laughs> yeah, because then that'd be crazy. We only have what thirteen episodes this season. It's only a half a season, yeah. correct? Yeah. Have they already have they uh, done a green light for the second? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We'll still find out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't know. This podcast. They're going to green light. Totally. That's obviously. right. They're going to make us writers. Yeah, if Grundy doesn't come back, I don't know, like you said, I don't know what the point yeah. would have been. Why take that giant Why? detour? Was it just to throw in another young character and not have... Because in the comics, right, Grundy was an old yeah. like lady. She's older. Yeah. Um, She's definitely older. So was it just yeah. something to throw in? But wouldn't, younger, it, have, wouldn't it have been just and... as easy to have old Mrs. Grundy on there as another adult authority figure to have them butting heads with? That's I, not as fun. I, don't, I like the fact I, they were talking to I don't think so, teacher. because there's already a handful of adult characters. Maybe. So maybe it was just to bring in another young pretty face. Um, in, but then in write that, it off within the first four episodes? Make it Which scandalous. is why I don't think she's done. I think she'll come yeah, back. Yeah, something's going to happen. She'll come back with a baby bump. Something's still weird about old Mrs. Grundy, like the same name Geraldine Grundy Wait, like, I know that's if she the was, name you if chose. she was gonna go into you know hiding from her ex-husband why would she what, pick that story 
that specific thing. That's well, what she's telling Archie. But that's what I mean. But yeah. Even if that story, if that story was true, why would you choose that? Why name? would she choose that, that specific name? name? Like it just seems no one very. Would ever when Betty did the research, did they say that? Uh, the real Jeremy Grant was dead, or just she no? I only found died, died seven, seven years, years ago. Yeah, okay. yeah it and say. then um, the young Miss Grundy. So did she kill only old Grundy? Maybe she did. The, the radar, like, and that prior. might be what she comes back in as. Is maybe they find evidence on that. What if what if the ex husband shows up? True. What if like he shows up looking mm-hmm. for her? That'd be cool. And then maybe that can bring her back. Well. well I'm not hanging on to the ex-husband story. I'm saying that's just what she told Archie. You think that's you like? Think that's I think BS? she's gonna have a different backstory to. So like, you think she's just that she a predator? Is. You think she? Yeah, she she's likes probably the, the one that killed Old Grundy. Identity theft. This is why I and, was like stuck on the talented Mr. Ripley because they make a big point in that episode mm-hmm, to mention that that movie, which is mm-hmm. about someone being killed and assuming their identity. Mm-hmm. And I wondered why. Uh, so you yeah, think she killed Miss Grundy? I, I think that that's the connection that I was she making, but because then Kevin Keller goes, "Or the talented Mr. Ripley." <laughs> and I was like, "Why was that <laughs> why so dramatic?" Why would you dramatic? say that weird name? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, like that's way too specific. Yeah. Yeah, so a, maybe she'll reference. come back or they'll find yeah. some sort of maybe she killed Jason. Hey, go on IMDb. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he was like, I'm gonna go and back. tell everyone that we were having an affair, and she was like, That's how you. Well, but aren't she saying they heard the gunshot? I mean, it could be a million things. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I don't think I don't. Yeah, but they said that he didn't die for seven days. So whatever gunshot they heard was well. Oh, no, that, that was, was, was oh, that was that was the scout. Yeah, that was the boy scout, right? That's right. Yeah. So they didn't hear the right gunshot. No, it was a different one. But then they also the autopsy revealed that he was what tortured, frozen, shot. But <laughs> and, maybe they're in on I that. Mean, maybe the yeah. autopsy person's in on so, that. Yeah, maybe corner. But if the, but if it was Grundy, then that would assume that she knew that Jason was leaving, and then how to find him. I, yeah, I don't think it's her. The I'm just, could have just I'm been just, a coincidence. I mean, like maybe. But then again, I, I, I think have, it's She could have been using Betty's Archie parents. as an alibi that day, too. I don't yeah. know. Oh, wow, yeah. She, I don't know. So many exactly. possibilities. Mm-hmm. Grundy been hooking up with him, too, and Archie. Mm-hmm. I think I think she has a thing for bright orange hair. She likes these younger <laughs> boys. And then the boy at the other school. Young but she He had bright orange hair. Well, there's also the theory that whoever killed Jason meant to kill Archie, and they thought that they were killing Archie. Because of the same hair color. That wouldn't have been her. What? Then that would have just proven if she was with him. Yeah. But why would they want to kill Archie? He's a good kid. Yeah, where does, where <laughs> well, does see, that is he? Come from? Well, and then I would go back to the ex husband who may or may not exist. Like yeah. maybe he saw Geraldine Grundy with Archie and was like, oh, that's the kid. So he went yeah, banging he my wife. Well, I'm then it could have been Jason too because. Could have um, been. Yeah, very well could have been. She tutored him. Yeah. Could have been, been or whatever. I don't know. Well, so. I don't know. God, there's so no, many. That, maybe, okay, so that, maybe the ex-husband killed Jason, thinking it was Archie. Mm-hmm. I, I still know. think it. Well, I'm, I'm gonna hang on to that then what for at Polly? least for that the ex-husband is a real character. And another '90s TV star. <laughs> oh my God, yes. please! Oh, oh Brendan Wallace. Oh, yes. 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 comes please. back and he's pissed. Or wait, Grundy's not that old, so maybe yeah. like Matthew Seth Perry. Cohen. Okay. Ryan Atwood's busy with <laughs> uh, with stealth. Gotham, so maybe stealthy Seth Cohen. Oh my gosh, what if they brought back, back Jake, Jake Ryan Christmas. from Sixteen Candles, the dude that played him? Which Jake one? Ryan from Sixteen Candles. Oh. Like, what has he done since then? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was hot too. Oh, he's hot, old. He's older actor. But that'd be perfect, though. Hello. Hello. Hi, Dad. I still want to see Matthew Lillard come back. <laughs> oh, my God. Matthew Lillard has to be part of this, the serpent. Like the best Wait, friend. That would be awesome. Matt Lillard has to be in, like, a rival motorcycle gang. Ooh, the rival one. Yeah. Yep. So. The North Side Snakes are Comes back in, like, oh God. did I make a scream? Why'd it have to be so Oh, my God. Somebody's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting woozy. No one's brought up Veronica and she's like I think my favorite character she has that like hard shell of being like I'm a I'm a rich bitch but she actually I think she is genuine Mm -hmm. like when she she genuinely wanted to she's very genuine I feel like her character has a lot of depth Mm -hmm. and we haven't even seen all of it yet I think she was really well cast Veronica (laughs) Veronica yeah it's a a complex character to play you have to still be likable but still retain that kind of air Mm -hmm. of yeah, I could be a mean girl. I, I yeah. like that she could yeah. be the queen bitch if she wanted to be, yeah. and then she pulls back. She's like, yeah. hey, let me show you what I got. Yeah. Just let you know. 
I do love her style. Yeah. Well, what? Okay, so we've come to a segment of the podcast I'd like to call "Pop Hates." Uh, we don't <laughs> we don't sell chocolate. We sell grievances. What or what character or what scene has not sat well with you? Or is there any character that you just hate or doesn't? Marissa Cooper from Who's Riverdale. That? Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. sorry. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about Riverdale. Yeah. Jeez. Marissa Cooper. Oh, okay. I hate Cheryl. Oh, I, hate her. I hate her. I hate her. I want to punch her in the freaking face. I hate her. Mom. The the no, twin. Cheryl. I hate her. her. Twin? Oh, she, I, I hate, hate, I hate Betty's mom. No, well, her too. I hate her too. But Cheryl, I just want to punch her in the face. I don't know what it is. She's just got that face that you just want to punch. See, I like her. But I don't like her, but I like her for the character she is. That's like, true. oh, you're a good, like, teen. Yeah. You you have good, you're her. good at creating problems to make it interesting. Yeah, you I have like to her. have her. The mom's just a bitch. Mom's a oh. bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Fiery passion. <laughs> Well, oh, uh, just just what was it? Just, why does she hate her? Archie so much? Because he has orange hair. Maybe she's, she's got the hot for Archie. Yeah, oh my gosh, I was just thinking that she has the hots oh. for Archie. Ooh. Alice Cooper has the hots for Archie. Maybe I love that her name is Alice Maybe. Cooper. Maybe she wants a little piece of the young Archie. God damn it! Too. I ju- oh! <laughs> oh my god. She wants a piece of the young, the young flesh as well. Maybe she's mad that, like, you know, Miss Grund is hitting up on the I'm young so kids. She's wanting a little piece of the, the young flesh. Uh, for summer. I don't know. She's she's crazy. That's uncomfortable. I'm going to punch both of them in the face. I wouldn't say that I hate this, but the I feel like the one major thing that I am not connecting with on the show is Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, from the old comics, Kelly, mm-hmm. were they bitches then too? What the fuck? Like their hatred in their introductory scene, their the, hatred was so forced. Like that scene was my least favorite scene, I think, of all four. It, which one at the very beginning? The very yeah, first when you first meet Josie and the Yeah, I don't mind it so much because I think that gives them something to soften up from. So you be, they become a little bit more likable. Because remember, like, what was episode three when you snuck out to, to learn from mm-hmm. them? They opened up a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, the kid's what? actually good. Yeah. You know? It was more than a yeah. little bit. Like, their first scene, mm-hmm. they were straight up bitches. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, he goes in, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I write songs, and, and Cheryl talked to you, so now we're going to be best friends. Okay, cool, what you got? Like, all of a sudden, yeah. it was... I, I don't like think it was either. quite that. Yeah. I think they're going to... I think they're still... I see a little bit of an, like peeling of the onion, yeah. but I think it was a little too forced. Yeah, I see what you mean. first scene was weird to me. Yeah. Well, speaking yes. of another 90s star, Robin Gibbons. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I like yeah. the yeah. tall yeah. one, because I don't know the other names, only know Josie, but the tall pussycat, I like pussycat that she's one. actually the nice one. Like, like she had a conversation, oh, what are you guys yeah. talking about? Like, she's the nice one. I like that. I like her. I also was ticked off and like, we want to sing our own music, and then within like the first two episodes, they had already done two covers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what? That was the one thing you said you weren't going to do. It Maybe they meant they wrote covers. those. Yeah. No, they did not write those. They said they were covers. Oh. One of them was the song that the Blossom parents were listening to the night that Cheryl and her brother were conceived. Gross! <laughs> oh, my God, that's gross. <laughs> Which is what you want to say at, like... Gross! At, gross. Was it a... Was it a high school event? That was at the high school dance. Gross! Gross. That was gross. Yeah, it's gross. Because that's what every high school, air quotes, sophomore wants to think about is their parents having nookie. Ew, gross. Yeah, no. (laughs) Oh, man. I just thought of something. We haven't seen Harem yet. Veronica's dad. I hope he's someone hot. Christmas, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like he's he's coming. Mm -hmm. Like, Well, that and I think Archie's mom is going to show up at some point, too. I'm voting for Robin yeah. Lively. Robin Lively from Teen, Teen Witch. Witch. Oh my god, what Good if casting. like her dad Good was casting. like Eric Estrada from Chess? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome! Yes! That would be awesome! Dream cool. casting, folks. Dream <laughs> casting. Just putting, out there, just putting out there. He needs work. Side note on Eric Estrada, very nice guy, very good fan man. I watched the Epcot fireworks with him one night oh. in the VIP area. <laughs> nice. And as a kid who grew up on chips, and yeah. I love, I have very fond memories of that show, that dude is awesome. Yes! He well, too. I will Let's give get him, him some work. Yeah, <laughs> He's a good guy. Harem. Harem Lodge. There you go. <laughs> it can happen. It can happen. <laughs> you heard it here, fresh they're, folks. They're big fans of this podcast that hasn't come out yet, so yeah. I'm sure they're listening. Yeah. They're, they're waiting happen. for it, is what it is. They know it's coming, and they're waiting for pins it. Pins and needles. All, yes, all the 90s TV stars are sitting on pins and needles right now. You're welcome, guys. They pick me. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to see Jason Priestley, though. That'd be great. Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. Yes. I'm going to lose my shit. 
I mean, maybe revive Screech a little bit. He needs mm-hmm. to. He needs oh, to work. Maybe he'll be like the other motorcycle gang. Put some tattoos the thir- on him. The third motorcycle <laughs> gang. A third, a third one. Put a third one in there. That's Diamond the secret Lowell. of Riverdale. Make him, There's you know, so many motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> Riverdale Diamondbacks. <laughs> We're saved by the hell. This is so bad. <laughs> he knows how to, to pull a knife on people. Oh. Suddenly they are oh. not they are not waiting on pins and needles anymore. No. They're all <laughs> tuned out. Hey, listen. Side note, I met him. I watched his uh, stand-up show. He's pretty funny. But do not talk to him about the other members of Stay by the Bell. No. The Bell. Just FYI. He's not real happy about that. Don't ever bring that up around him. He hates them. Put it that way. He hates them all. Except for Lar Voorhees. He likes her. But the rest he doesn't care for too much. Back to Riverdale. (laughs) Did anyone watch Twin Peaks growing up? Yes. Yes. Twin Peaks opens with um, a dead body who killed Laura Palmer was the big Mm -hmm. mystery of Twin Peaks. Um, Much like who killed Jason Blossom is the mystery of Riverdale. Um, do you guys think if we find out the identity of Jason's killer by, say, the end of season one, is there a life for the show beyond that? Because with Twin Peaks, the writers argued about revealing the identity. The network started to force them to reveal it. It got revealed middle of season two, and the ratings tanked after that. So huh. do you think the show can survive if we reveal the identity, or should we keep it going, keep the mystery going? I think it can keep going. I mean, it... The one joy of a high school show, young. Mm-hmm. Like, so your characters aren't who they're going to be. They, a character can go anywhere. Exactly. After mm-hmm. it. So, after you, <laughs> excuse me, after you have a, a death, like a murder, and it's solved, that's going to affect mm-hmm. what they do. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's an, that's an easy uh, cauldron to pull future stories for. This goes down to good yeah. writing too and, and yeah. honestly there's always another thing they can add, another layer they can add on top to it. So once you solve this maybe there's something else that, right. you know, yeah. Yeah. Top well, didn't really Jack had even say that? Like, this is the first of many yeah. like, unsolved mm-hmm. or many mm-hmm. crazy things that are happening in this exactly. town. Like, Jughead lets you know yeah. that yeah. this isn't the only yeah. only thing that's going to happen. Because I'm yeah. assuming him writing is like, like from the future. So... He already knows what's going to happen, but he doesn't tell the audience yet. So it's like we're just kind of listening to his novel. Maybe he has some psychic abilities. Kind of like Stand By Me. And one thing that I was going to say is that a show that I think has really done that well is Bates Motel. And I can't, I can't remember, you know, all the mysteries or, or whatever that happened on that show. But I just, I remember season one there was an overarching storyline mm-hmm. and by the end of the season they figured it out but then all these other secrets mm-hmm. were revealed yep. that they started digging into in season two and then season two they sort of hashed some of those things out but then there was another layer on top of that so, yeah, so I think if you take that <coughs> as your example and if they can follow that sort of trajectory then yeah. I think the show will have some legs beyond Jason Blossom's murder yeah. but if you know they have nowhere creative to go after that, then it might have the that's, same thing. Yeah, that's on the writers, yeah. I think. Yeah. So the same situation, that, like with the Who Shot JR thing, you know, people like still watched and watched, mm-hmm. you know, that thing, and, and even after they said who did it, people, yeah. you know, the show still went on. So I think if they if they have good writers and if they build layers onto this to help, that's going to help the show. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good what's writing. Important. I don't know if they yeah. want to go full good writing, lost. Good writing. <laughs> no, you don't want to go. You don't keep, go full lost. Yeah. Keep asking questions and yeah. never answering well, them. Something like this, you, you can run the course of their For high so school. Long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like once they graduate, well, that, okay, that's probably the end. Maybe it's time to say goodbye. Yeah. Like yeah. that's when you're going to be done. But I think, yeah, yeah. if you have the good writing yeah, yeah, team, Riverdale the new class or Riverdale the college. Well, look look back at other like teen like angsty dramas like. Beverly Hills Down to New, the OC. Yeah. Once those characters graduated high school, there was no show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Great. like no, it, it, well, that's that and that's when I wonder if, if do they zag at that point, or before we get to that point, you know, like does Sabrina show up and then this show is a different show exactly. than when it started? Mm-hmm. Do they take inspiration from from Afterlife with Archie, the comic, which was the one I think where where the zombies. Showed up in Riverdale. Yes, you know Archie. It is the CW. I mean, anything. Archie meets the Predator. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, do they at some point in one of these seasons do they just go? We're gonna go. Heck, let's throw in Sam and Dean. Yeah, we're gonna go. Well, I think CW actually 
does teen into adult pretty well. Look at the Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries started out oh, with all of them in high school. <laughs> well, you know what? Judge if you want. But <laughs> oh, I'm judging. As a CW show, <laughs> He's I being judge head. Anyway, but they started <laughs> off in high school. <laughs> but but even no after high school, it's went on like up. what five seasons after Don't high school. <laughs> I mean, again, you have a supernatural element about vampires <laughs> and other crazy creatures coming in and whatnot, but. You still have the angst, you still have, like, the the romances, the triangles. It doesn't have to be within high school. So, I, I again, it's all about writing and direction. Well, and I Though I'm see... a big proponent of the Predator. Let's do that one. Archie vs. a Predator. Let's throw a Sam and Dean from Supernatural Well, I could see sister shows coming out of it. They do crossover. Oh, yeah. As they're nearing, like, graduation, like, you have a show that follows the musical career of Josie and the Pussycats. You have... Whatever Sabrina does when she's yeah. a Sabrina witchcraft, gets a backdoor you know. pilot on Archie and then spins off yeah. her own show. It could totally and then you happen. could have you could have like your cameo and guest appearances mm-hmm. with the cast of Riverdale mm-hmm. and but that show's oh. is now Melissa done. Joan Hart hopping in there. Maybe she's Sabrina's mom. Yes. Oh, I could see that happening. Yes, definitely. Done. Put it out there. Yeah. Get her yeah. on this yeah, show. Yeah, get her on the show. Topless. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I was gonna go there, but <laughs> no, that's not my <laughs> Anyway, who do you think? Murdered Jason Blossom. I'm at this, loving at this, this point. point of the game. Okay. Yeah, I'm loving the theory of Grundy's ex-husband. Before tonight, that wasn't a thought in my mind, but I like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to necessarily think anyone that we have met yet did it. Mm-hmm. But then you go, oh man, are people going to be pissed off that the murderer came out of left field? What's the lesser of of two evils? You know, somebody we already met, and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe Betty murdered. Jason, people are really gonna be upset about that, or if it's some random person that just shows up. It was old man Withers from down the street. <laughs> Who? <laughs> maybe Wait, Polly. Or or maybe Polly and Mom together. Maybe that's why Mom doesn't push mom. the too that's much. Why. I think Mom's crazy enough to do because it. doesn't want anybody talking to yeah. Polly because Polly knows yep. something. That's why Polly is in the mental home. Not because she's crazy. Uh, Mama put her there so to keep her shut. So she can't talk. What if Polly? Oh. What if Polly's pregnant too? Maybe she got pregos from uh, Prime That's why Alice snapped, killed Jason. I I'm still I feeling I'm still feeling the, the twin good. sister has something too. Like feel like there's something that she, either she knows or that there's some kind of weird infatuation with him. That either you know she has something to do with his killing or, or there's something yeah. weird something's just weird about her. I don't know what it is this vibe I got mm-hmm. like watching it's like this protect over protective vibe have incest that I think I think it's <laughs> incest hashtag twincest I think uh, yeah and maybe, but maybe she got jealous of something and she snapped and maybe she yeah. but see then again that falls into that category small. of they're forcing that relationship yeah, of the twins it. so much that it's it, it's too simple for me like my thing is she was shocked about Jason being part of the book, so I don't, I don't think. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think. She, I don't she know. had yeah. a genuine. That's why I'm like, I don't really think it's, and I don't know. I think it was a simpler relationship than what we're thinking it was. I really like the idea of Alice Cooper, and Polly's <laughs> in the home to shut her up. Mm-hmm. Well, when Betty, um, so I'm saying maybe, maybe it's time for me to start visiting Polly. The mom's reaction is shuts that down real nope, fast. No, nope. you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, every time she tries, I would see my sister. And because I like Betty is becoming more of the reporter and opening up the paper uh-huh. again and digging. And now I want to go see the sister. No, you don't. Yeah. Thinking or back maybe to the first he episode. But if it's not mom, who else can it be? The the latest episode where Sheriff Keller's house got broken into. Oh, the there's wall. that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And who would have known about that wall? Except for Kevin. Yeah. And he was like, "You need something, son? No, I'm." Just need the truck. Do you think that's related to the, the motorcycle gang? And that's why the motorcycle gang guy was, like, all of a sudden all about Sheriff's son? Yeah, I don't know. And keeping him, like, occupied. Occupied, so that way, perhaps. Oh, maybe. Perhaps, perhaps, yeah. Because yeah, oh. that was my first thought when, he came, yeah. when they came yeah. home and, and the yeah. house was broken into. He was, was like, occupied. Oh, he's got some. The house got broken into. Yeah. Coincidence? Coincidence. <laughs> I think not. Huh. If you had to pick at this point, who would you pick? For the murderer? Yes. Alice. Alice, Polly, ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> They're all such good theories, but the more we've talked about Alice doing it and Maypa knowing, I'm going to, yeah. I think Alice I think Alice has something to do. 
at least has something to do with it. I'm, I'm going to go with, I still think there's something weird with the sister. I don't know, there's something about her, and I, maybe because I just don't like her, but there's just something that's weird about her. Maybe she's in on something. I'm going to jump on the Alice Cooper bandwagon. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Miss Grundy had something to do with it. With Ooh. the whole, like, the fact that she tutored Jason in the <laughs> past and something happened there. Maybe something Gibson? with the ex- It was yes. Alice ex-husband. Cooper's Gibson. sister, Marissa Cooper. <laughs> the show is not connected to the OC, Mike Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, I think that about wraps it up. I'd like to thank all of you for joining me tonight on the podcast. Thanks. Lee, Leva, Mike, and Jamie. And thank you all out there for indulging us and listening in. And then where can listeners find you guys on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at MLeePonton. New handle. New handle. (laughs) Um, Or on the Geek Soapbox. I'm Wrestling Leva on almost all forms of everything. Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Wrestling Leva, all one word. I also have the Geek Soapbox, watch my show or else. Listen to our show or else. (laughs) I have my own vlog now, Leva's Random Life. We put a lot of work in this, so watch it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you can find me in the world of Florida Roller Derby as Hell Jordan, um, nice. playing with the Tampa Men's League, the um, the Land Men's League, and refing for Orlando Psycho City. And shortly, you will find me on a sister podcast to this network, The Checklist of Horror. Awesome. Coming soon. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I guess host. There we go. Um, I don't really do a lot of social media stuff, um, but you can find me if you want to message me on Facebook. Just don't be a creeper. Hashtag don't be a creeper. Don't be a creeper. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Don't be a creeper. I have a very large husband who will come to grass. I'm just kidding. Now, if you're thinking of messaging her and you're asking yourself, is this creeper? Am I being a creeper by sending this? Yes. The answer is always yes. Just to be like. Yes. Don't follow Mike's lead and ask me to be topless. Put it that way. Well, wait, in I've never... Episode. Okay, I never Whoa. asked her to be topless. <laughs> Kelly, where can we, we find you? We said uh, this podcast had some pep, so there it is. There you um, go. You're welcome. If you are listening in iTunes, please rate and review us. And if you're listening in SoundCloud, please follow, like, and share. Our website is thegeeksoapbox.rock slash Riverdale. And from all of us here in Riverdale, the blue and gold is signing off. Until next time, Bulldogs. K-I-T. And don't ever change. The Blue and Gold, a Riverdale podcast, is a TGS Entertainment production. Produced by Kelly Z and Michael Lee Ponton. And directed by Michael Lee Ponton.